0: Howdy, hobos. All you astral vagabonds. All you ethereal travelers of the digital wilderness. I'm so happy you found your way here. My name is Mark. You can find me on Instagram at tincan.telephone. I'll be your camp host. Welcome to Hobo Safe Camp. Okay, so look, I know I say this a lot, but I really mean it. You're in for a treat. I'm not even bullshitting you. If you don't pull up a seat and settle in around this virtual campfire, then the joke's on you, buddy. You're only hurting yourself because we're joined today by David George. Now, some of you might know him by his Instagram handle, Green Mountain Tarot. And actually, that's his former Instagram handle. Uh, After a brief hiatus, he's back. He's going by Green Mountain Tarot. It's condensed. G-R-E-E-N-M-O-U-N-T A-R-O-T, and if I read that too fast, you, you can go find him. There are ways, and I recommend that you do. Go find him, follow him, and bask in his greatness. I mean it, you should, but before we get started, I just want to take a few minutes of your time. I know it's precious, but give me a few minutes, friends. Let me talk to you about Open Lines Radio. Open Lines Radio is a network of podcasts created by some pretty amazing people. Each program is independently produced, which is pretty amazing when you start listening to them because it really seems like we're all in cahoots with one another. Like uh, we all like like we, we send out a topic of the day, but we don't. The conversation develops naturally, and it's kind of a trip. And what's really cool is that each contributor is able to add their voice to this conversation without any interruption. So it truly does become this beautiful back and forth. And we're always looking for new voices so please if you want to add your voice to the conversation if you're ready just go to instagram follow open lines radio at open lines radio and send us a direct message most of the contributors on here are just recording right to their phones it's the easiest thing in the world to do so please let us know and if you're not quite ready yet to add your voice to the collective i understand uh, but if you still like to support open lines radio in other ways the best thing that you can do is what you're already doing right now Listening, the more people listen, the more we rise in the algorithm, and the more we reach even more ears. And that's really the whole intent of this whole thing: connection through vibration. Another way you can contribute to Open Lines Radio is by making a donation. Open Lines Radio is self-funded, so we do our and we do our best to keep it ad-free. But um, the only way to do that is to is by your kindness. So head on over to www.openlinesradio.com. You can donate through PayPal or Venmo. Okay, enough of that. Let's get to the real reason you're here. David is about to take us on a journey through darkness. and That's not even right. We're going to start this journey in the best place to start a journey. Emerging from darkness. So let's do this thing. Dear friends, new listeners, random souls passing in the night, all of you. Please do yourselves a huge favor. Pick up the magical tin-can telephone that stretches through the universe, connecting each and every one of us to a common thread of humanity. Listen to this message beaming to you from the woods of Vermont. David, ramble on.
1: I'm just a rambling hobo. I ramble all alone. I'm just a rambling hobo. I ramble all alone, ain't got no one to love me, no place to call my home. Whereabouts in Vermont are you? So I am um, in Thetford Center, Vermont, um, like population 400. It's it's really small, um, really close-knit. Like you go to the gas station, there's just one store. It's the village store and you see everybody there you get all your local news for the day if it's going to be a, a good snow year or you know what's going on but um it's just fantastic there's nature all around no like traffic no light pollution it's really nice
0: nice nice i went to actually went to school in vermont
1: went to goddard college oh my gosh yeah i know goddard really well that's where the uh, guys some of the guys from uh fish went yeah, yeah. Back, back in the day yeah. <laughs> that's and,
0: awesome. uh, and disgraced William H. Macy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: exactly <laughs> completely.
1: <laughs> wow, what a small world that's like right up the road from me. Oh.
0: yeah yeah it was that was great. I love that school. I would recommend it to anybody.
1: Yeah, I've heard really good things about it. Um, just like like kind of yeah you can kind of choose your own major and go with it kind of a thing maybe. yeah yeah that's really cool.
0: So so, so you're living off the grid in Vermont?
1: Is that what the deal is? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am living off the grid. I had been trying to find a place to live for a while up here, and I was staying with a friend um, in, in Thetford proper. And this place kept on coming up, this off-grid place. And I went to look at it one time, and I didn't think I could do it. And I went back, and she, uh, my landlady built a tiny house there. So I'm living in an off-grid, like, tiny house. It's really small. It's 8 feet by 10 feet. Oh, nice. Um, but it's great. It's got, like, everything in there I need. has a built-in bed, um, stove, like, bookshelves, and it has, like, a cathedral ceiling. So it feels a lot bigger than what it actually looks like from the outside. Um, but I get all my power from a 100-watt solar panel that goes into a goal zero inverter that works really good. I highly recommend goal zero to anybody. Um, I have a vegetable garden, like right out my back door. I can, it's, it's just awesome.
0: Yeah, um, that sounds awesome. I'm all about those small, those tiny houses. I, I, I currently don't live in a tiny house, but I spend all of my time in about an eight by 10 portion of the, of the big house. <laughs> so I
1: might as well be in a tiny house. <laughs> That's Awesome. <laughs> I think it's the way to go um, for real. Like it's just so energy efficient and you don't act like accumulate a bunch of stuff that you don't need filling up spare rooms and stuff. It's it's simple. It's I think it's it's good. Yeah. Um, and it seems like it's kind of taking over a little bit. There's a lot of other small houses going up around me. Um, so it's cool to see. Um, I don't I don't have a wood stove in there. Um, It's just too small for that. it get too hot. So there's a little propane heater. Um, So I'm going to try to do the winter in it. Um, If I think it's too small, there's a yurt on the property too, an off-grid yurt that I can move into that's like 24 feet wide. Um, But I want to try to do the small house just to maybe start a blog and just – talk about cabin f- serious cabin fever, fever yeah the, the winter, winter was, is gonna be rough <laughs> yes it will
0: <laughs> you're gonna learn some things about yourself
1: <laughs> definitely <laughs> I used to live in Alaska in the, this past winter here in uh, New Hampshire Vermont like rivaled even the winters I experienced up there it was it was hardcore there was a picture on the newspaper of a squirrel that was frozen to the street in Hanover oh, no. by the college. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it was just, like, I, I was not expecting that cold, but, um, like, recreation-wise, there's just so much skiing to do up here and snowshoeing and stuff that you just kind of make yourself get out and do something. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's, it's you know, it's so different than the West. I, I grew up in the West, and then when I would go to Vermont, just – it was just amazed me how how com- compact all the trees are in there. Like it is yeah. dense forest.
1: Yeah, complete. Yeah, it's like it, it's it's hard to walk through in the summertime. Just there's so much undergrowth. Yeah, you're totally right. Um, yeah, it's pretty wild. There's a lot of trees up here.
0: Yeah, uh, <laughs> I gotta get out there.
1: I miss it. Yeah. It's, it's 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 so nice. Well, you have a place to stay, any anytime you come out here,
0: for sure. <laughs> right on,
1: <laughs> right on.
0: So, I, I, yeah, I want, I want to talk to you a little. You're, so, you you know on Instagram, you're known as Green Mountain Tarot. Yes, yes. And you kind of disappeared
1: there for a little while. I did. Yeah. I did. I was going through. I I, I think I'm, I'm 42 years old now, and I think I've gone through. 42 dark night of the souls <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's like, okay what? that means you're doing it
1: right <laughs> <laughs> yeah thank you for, for putting my mind at easy yeah. it was a bit much for a while but I was going through a dark night of the soul um for for sure like I wasn't sure about anything anymore um I lost a couple friends um to they just transitioned unexpectedly. A like one of my favorite dogs in the world, Kodiak, died. He came up to Alaska with me and came back down here, and he got a t- uh, gigantic tumor on his spleen unexpectedly, and um, we operated on it, but um, they gave him two to six months, and he died within a month oh, um, uh, unexpectedly. And I. I'm, I'm usually a lot better with animals than people. So, um, I get really attached to my dogs and that was definitely the case with him. <clears throat> and I was working at a job that, um, one of the guys there just wasn't that positive and just kind of, I don't know, dogging on everybody. Um, it just wasn't, it, it wasn't a good time, even though I was up here, it was, it, it was pretty dark. So, um, I was just like I've 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 had it. Like I didn't want to delete everything, but it felt like the right thing to do. Um, and I didn't think I'd ever come back to Instagram. But like I, I was just kind of burned out from tarot and, and posting so much and trying to like deal with everything else going on in my life. Um, and then I found this like off grid place and I got a new job um, with some really great people. Um, although. Um my thumb just went through two months ago, went through a table saw and came off in two pieces. Oh
0: my gosh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so I've been off for the past two and a half months. Um the first month and a half was super painful, but the second wasn't too bad going to physical therapy and stuff. So I go back to work for the first time uh this Monday. Um and that'll be great. Um Yeah, I get back just into it. Exactly, exactly. But where I'm living now, this off-grid house, is just the energy is great there. Um, My landlady's amazing. Um, My two other neighbors that live in yurts there are just fantastic people. And like, there's a trout stream that goes right through the property. Like swimming holes everywhere. It's just kind of changed, changed my. It kind of knocked me out of all of the darkness that was going on. Nice. Yeah,
0: nice. Yeah, I was I was excited to see you back, so I'm I'm glad I'm glad you're back.
1: <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> it's good to be back, and I'm trying to like carve out time to to get more post up, but um, I need to build a deck off the back of this little house before wintertime just so I have so I can put an enclosure on that to have some outdoor space to store stuff, but. Um, like I, I really want to start posting on a regular basis again.
0: Well, you know what? It's not even really about the posting. It's just knowing you're out there. You know what I mean? I was, I was <laughs> like, where, where did he go? He just <laughs> vanished.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. And I apologize to everyone who followed me. I'm so sorry about that. <laughs> even if you just, even if, if if you
0: if you don't delete your account, at least I can go look. Okay, he's still he's still posting now and then. Like because we never we've never really talked, but it's just it's weird how you kind of how you kind of form these little online groups that you check in on on their posts you know frequently and and then all of a sudden when one of them leaves you're just like oh is there something i could have done
1: (laughs) i totally understand (laughs) like i remember when i first found you um i would get up at work and, like, super early in the morning, I'd be there early in the morning, and before I got out of my car for work, I would find you and check your most recent posts out, and it, like, always resonated with me, and it got me through the day, and, like, you're the one of, the, like, first ones I started kind of religiously following, and it's it, it's really cool how on Instagram, it's, like, you meet all these people, and it's like an online family, like, I, I don't have a family, I was... Um, I I grew up in a like abusive um, household and was rejected by them. So it's just it's just me, me and my dog Blair right now Um, and has been for a little while. But um, it's just nice how you can form like families, um, like in a different way than when we were growing up. Like we didn't have the Internet growing up and couldn't form these social interactions that we can now and it's amazing. Well, um, and,
0: and you know you're able to to kind of do it on terms that work for you. I'm the same way like I don't, right. I'm not that close with my family but and and the people that I interact with online it's just it's I don't have to let them in completely. You know what I mean? Like you can kind of <laughs> exactly. filter what you want them to know and you can filter in what you read as well. So it's just kind of cool that that you know, it's kind of like a family who's not all up in your business. You
1: know? Yes, <laughs> exactly. What are you doing? How was your day? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's nice. Yeah, yeah. It's nice. Um, but yeah, yeah. So like, I think I'm on the men now. Like growing up, um, in the situation I did, um, I think was one of the reasons why I've had a dark night in the soul, like every year for a while until, like. I, I think it's been happening so often um, for me to take notice and like make changes in my life in a new direction. And I wasn't really paying attention for a long time, um, but now I am, and I've made some different decisions based on like what I've experienced in those dark nights. And um, it seems to be working. Um, like everything is is getting like really really good right now for the first time and maybe ever. Nice. So. It's did good. you,
0: did you grow up in Vermont? Did you grow up out in New England area or is this a recent thing?
1: It, this is a recent thing. so um, I grew up in DC um, in uh, Northern Virginia um, and then went to school down in Southern Virginia. And then I moved to Colorado um, and Utah to be a guide for a while for a couple of years and then um, moved back to DC because it's like my home base, even though I didn't feel like ever like I belong there just all my friends were there and there was a support somewhat of a support network there so that was like my home base and then um, I moved to Alaska for a while and then Hawaii and um, I had a friend in, in Vermont and uh, they always said you got to check it out and I'd been up here in elementary school like for va- like family vacations to Burlington area like Stowe and all that and loved it um, just loved the peacefulness of it and um, came up here, and I haven't left this valley in three years. Like I've been to Burlington a couple times, but um, it's just it's so nice here, being disconnected from you know, the humdrum city life. That like when I do kind of go somewhere, I'm like, ah, I, I got to get back.
0: Yeah, yeah, I feel that. I feel that. I mean, I, I'm out here in uh, in Southern California, where there are more people, than <laughs> you could imagine. Right. And and the second I, we're, we have we we actually we've we've been really lucky while we've been out here to find these places to live that have been kind of secluded. You know, I was on an avocado grove for a while, and and wow. where we are now we're we're kind of more in town, but it's gated and it's about an acre, you know, so okay. it's a little bit secluded. And I, nice. just, I just, I just, I leave the property and the whole time I'm just like, I just can't wait to get back and close right. that gate. You know?
1: yeah, yeah. That's awesome. You have a gate, you can just shut it off. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's sweet. I've always dreamed about having like a gate
0: like that. We live on a really busy road and it, it feels nice. And I mean, you can still hear the traffic, but you
1: don't see it. So it's nice. Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> I went to San Diego not that long ago and uh well i don't know five years ago and the the traffic out there was was mind-blowing i couldn't believe it um like around yeah just just yeah. wild but the ocean there is so nice oh, oh my man. gosh those videos that you post are just incredible yeah yeah uh-huh.
0: I, I don't know how um, you know my family was was in town like they're from utah i'm i'm from utah and oh, we're nice. here and uh, my brothers and their family were out. They they got a beach house, and we were sitting out there the other day with them. And I thought, I, I said to them, I don't know how you guys can live that far away from <laughs> that far away from the ocean. <laughs> like, I don't know how right. you do it. I'm, I I need to be at thirty minutes max from the ocean, <laughs> just not even right. to go there, but just to get the air. Yeah, uh,
1: yeah, yeah. And it smells so good. I, that salt air. There's nothing like it. Yeah. Yep. Love it. Wow.
0: But you know what? It. Vermont's a nice clean place too. So like that would probably probably be my number two place to go.
1: So it is. It is. It's it's super clean here. Like people are really respectful. Like you don't see like there's no trash on the side of the roads or anything like that. Um and there's so much water. Like I'm a I'm a huge water person too, and I can't really live far away from it. And just the amount of ponds up here to swim in are, are just amazing. They're everywhere. And um we go up to Lake Champlain a lot, um, up in Burlington. There's some great beaches up there. There's, it's nice. It's, it's, it's a really good place to be
0: for sure. It's just the
1: winters, man. I don't know. (laughs) The winters. Yes. It's just the ice rain. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. It's brutal. (laughs) Yeah. Winters are a different story. Like people are not quite as happy. They're just, you know, yeah, just going about their business and trying to get through it. But, um, Yeah. Everyone you talk to up here, they live for the summertime. Um, it's pretty cool, but yeah. Yeah. I worked outside all winter last year and Um, I think I went through three pairs of insulated bibs and like, it was brutal. Um, I'll never do that again, but at least I know I can do it. Yeah. Um, Yeah. (laughs) At least you did it. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. At the time I was questioning everything. Um, but you know, I, I think if it doesn't kill you, it definitely makes you stronger for sure. Right. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's a good time. I don't think i um, I'll be up here for a while. I think.
0: Nice. Well, so you you put the you put the tarot aside for a bit. You, you I came, did. You came back to Instagram as Green Mountain Tarot, but are you are are you getting back into tarot or?
1: or... Yeah, I want to. Um, like I kind of, I just kept. I kept pulling the tower cards. And so yeah. I was like, "I and, and so, you know, and I've learned to em- embrace that card, but that the tower and the hermit are, are <laughs> I love that card too. And like, <laughs> it's just like, I, I, I love it when that card comes up. Cause so I'm, I'm, I'm definitely a, a hermit. Like I, I'm pretty shy. Like I don't talk a whole lot sometimes. Um, and it's just, yeah, it's the best card. And, the tower card, every time it popped up for me, um, I used to like kind of have to brace myself, like, what is coming now? But um, I've learned, you know, just embrace it. It's all about good change. It's trying to make you a better person and put you in a better space. Um, so that's how I'm viewing it now. But, yeah, I definitely want to do maybe a card or two a week and some totems, um, some, like, plant teachers and stuff like that. But, yeah. Um, just not overdo it. Just take it right. take it one, one step at a time. Right. right,
0: I'm I'm kind of that same way where just kind of got burned out a little bit. I was doing so much. Yeah, you were. And uh and, and now it's just kind of not. You know, do you find that that kind of your knowledge of tarot and, and what you did put into it maybe helped you through this dark night of the soul that you've gone through? Like just the knowledge of, of human nature.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, I yeah, it it, it helped out a hundred percent. I I firmly believe. Um, just it's just it's such a good tool for personal transformation and self-growth. I think. Um, and even when I wasn't posting, I was still pulling cards for myself almost every day, just checking in and see what's going on with the energy of the day or with myself and whatnot. Um, and I, I had a friend uh, maybe five years ago give me a tarot reading. Um, I had never met this person before, and um, I was always interested in it. Um, and she gave me a reading, and I was blown away at what she, she told me. And I was like, this this really works because what you're telling me, no one, I've never told anyone before, and she had all this information. And then I started getting into it. And I had an- another really good friend um, teach me how to do it. Um, and it, it just kind of came naturally and all the information just really hit home with me And um, but I, I just got so into it and buying so many decks and books and researching it that um, it just got kind of overwhelming and, and burned out feeling a little bit Yeah. <clears throat> um, but I can't wait to get back into it now that I've had this kind of time off Yeah. Um, and see where it goes
0: It's funny, I went into uh, our little metaphysical shop that we have our local metaphysical shop a couple weeks okay. ago that where I used to go I used to probably go buy a deck you know every week or two
1: yeah
0: and you know for the past year I haven't <laughs> I probably haven't even <laughs> been in that store wow and, and I walked in there <clears throat> And the funny thing is, is I just walked in there to buy a wind chime, and nice. and, uh, and I'm checking out, and the, this guy walks up and he goes, "Hey, tarot dude, awesome, <laughs> you still doing tarot?" And I was like, "Oh man, not not so much anymore, but you know, I gave it a good run." You know, he's like, "Yeah," he <laughs> like, "Where you been?" And oh it's, man, <laughs> it's, you know, it's like, oh man, like. Like I did I did I did the same thing to them that you did to me. <laughs> right. <laughs> it was in there every week and then all of a sudden I just vanished for a
1: year. <laughs> That's hysterical. You're famous, man. <laughs> That's awesome. Your readings are so good though. Like they're they're like on on the level that um that you just don't read every day, you know. Um it's just yeah, like whenever you do a reading, just like you do amazing work, man. Just know that. Oh, thank you. Yeah, of course. Um, like just the words you use, like the channeling that you go into, I'm sure. Um, it's, it's just it's, – it's it's fantastic. Um, and, God, <clears throat> did you ever end up doing any of those like retreats? I remember you advertised no, a while ago. I didn't. No? It, okay. I I don't know that I want to get into
0: why it didn't happen.
1: Yeah, no problem. But, no, no problem. but uh, <laughs> All good. it's
0: really – Difficult when you open things up to anybody (laughs) to attend, right? You just put it that way. (laughs) I understand (laughs) where you're going. (laughs) And and people had signed up that were trying to turn it into something that it. I never had any intention of it being. Okay. And um and then, and and then it was kind of I was I was I was, it was kind of like fighting you know, to to try to keep the reins on it. And then the place we had booked wasn't ready to be opened. Like it was, they were (sighs) still in the process. And then when it came time to actually have the retreat, they still weren't ready. And it was like, all right, this is a blessing in disguise. I'll just refund everybody's money. (laughs) (laughs) I'm, I'm not meant to, I'm, I'm, I think I'm, I think my purpose is to work with in the ethereal world, in the physical world. I just, I, I, I don't know. I just, I don't yeah. know how,
1: to, how else to explain it without, No problem. Without someone's feelings. <laughs> no, no problem. I've ever seen those and I didn't have any money to my name back then. And I, I was like, oh my God, that'd be so much fun to go out there and like do something like that. So I just wanted to check on that to see if they're, yeah, all good though.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, And, and you know what I was trying to do I'm at such a, a low cost where it was just cost. Like I wasn't making anything on it. And, okay. and people were still like trying to like shape it you know when i was like you know i'm not I'm, <laughs> right. not I'm not asking that much money for to come do this so it's like i don't we don't i don't know i was I, i've always tried to do things on a shoestring budget and then when people yes. come in and expect like a lavish retreat when you think of the word retreat <laughs> you know and it's not it's gonna be bare, this is gonna be bare bones um yeah i don't know
1: Right. We, we can right. get into that
0: on uh, another time.
1: No, it's totally fine. <laughs> it might, <fun>. it <laughs> might happen again.
0: But I'm, I'm I'm I am looking at doing like in some more dinner with friends type of things where it's just one night in a public place where we, everyone can come kind of get together but but
1: That's even cool. even
0: that when you're organizing for 15 people for 3 hours is a lot of work.
1: A, yeah, definitely. Definitely. I totally understand that.
0: So, <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> And and you know what? I want to be all inclusive. I want to be able to include people from all over, just instead of just local people. So I, I, I just prefer to work in the digital form.
1: Yeah, it's so much easier that way. Yeah.
0: So let's let's talk a little bit about your, for lack of a better term, your spirituality. Mm-hmm. So you went through. You say you've gone through forty-two Dark Nights of the Soul, but let's just focus on the recent ones that are in memory. Okay. Coming out of that, I don't. And I don't even want to know what. I don't even want to get into the details of it. I want to get into the details of coming out of it. mm Hmm. Do you like what's changed? Like, like have have some things that you learned in your previous incarnations been uh, like deepened, and or did you lose some th- some you know where your eyes opened like how, how now are you i don't know if this is making any sense but how now are it you is. any like like
1: where are you now like like how did that strengthen you now i, th- I think like confidence wise throughout my life i've had waves of not feeling um confident um a lot probably um and since I've come out of this last one, I feel a level of confidence that I've never had before. Um, Just like, um, I don't know, like even like like going into like a restaurant by myself before or um, to a grocery store, like a loaded grocery store with packed full of people and having to wait in line by myself. Like that would, for whatever reason would totally freak me out and, uh, I would just wait in line and be like, I got to get out of here. This is, line's taking too long or, um, they're looking at me like, why are they looking at me? Just like completely irrational, like thinking. Um, cause I wasn't doing anything wrong or, you know, I was just being me, but like something confidence wise was really low. And, um, like I know, I know like it comes from growing up a lot. Like my dad wasn't that great to me. Um, a lot of mental abuse there. And I know that's where the lack of confidence came from. So um, I would, throughout my life, I would be doing these like really cool things. Like I, I used to be a pro mountain biker and a professional white runner kayaker. And even when I was doing those things at a really high level, there were still times where I was like, um, this is all a joke. like they're just having me on on this team, you know, just to be nice to me even though it was my skill that got me on both of those things um, in my head sometimes I was like, oh, they're gonna can me after next year and they wouldn't. So my confidence was just never on on point where I wanted it to be. but now it is um, and it's just made my whole life a lot easier um, and a lot less stressful. Like I don't need to be, someone else I can just be myself Um, and I don't have to worry about you know saying the wrong thing because it's my voice and I can say what I want and not you know have to feel like I'm being judged by other people about what I'm saying Um, but this last one was a tough one I had to it's like the universe has like thrown me the same lesson over and over again in different forms or different uh, instances and like i would pay attention to it um and then i would feel like i was getting better and then like i would go back to my old way of thinking or doing stuff and i would fall back into it but like th- this time the lessons were so clear that uh I-, I had no choice but to pay attention to them um and thank god i did because i'm a- it's just really good life is good yeah you sound like you're doing really well Uh, Thank you, Mark. Yeah, I am. I am. (laughs)
0: It's good for for somebody that disappeared. Usually, when you (laughs) when you disappear like that, it's, it's you know something. You're really people are dealing with shit. That's usually like when when. When somebody that that I, you know, kind of follow closely, is all of a sudden just vanishes, it's like, oh no, what happened? You know, what are they going through? Yeah. <laughs> Why didn't they reach out? It's like, oh, we're not really that we're not really friends. I just follow them on this social media. <laughs> I, I, I
1: totally hear you. <laughs> and like, i like, I still feel ter- terrible about doing that. But like, I it's like just in my frame of mind at that time, it was like me against the world, kind of, and like I didn't. Like, I wasn't sure if I was even going to make it through this last one, like, living. Um, And so, like, I just started, like, deleting all my social accounts. And, like, I pretty much gave up. Um, And then, like, I just – there's really good people around me um, up here that are just fantastic. And they helped me out a ton. Um, Like, I was facing homelessness for a little while up here last year. The – the house that I was renting um, was for sale, and um, over Christmas um, I heard that uh, I needed to move out, um, and I had to be out by January 1st. So I was packing up like over Christmas to move out. I didn't have a place to go, and luckily a friend ended up at the you know 11th hour telling me to come over and just make myself at home there. Thank goodness, but um, and then. I had to take my car off car insurance so I could pay for food. And I, I ran into a, a guardrail in Vermont because the snow was coming down really hard. And um, my car just, I, I was going like five miles an hour and just wouldn't stop. And um, like five cops showed up and they were like, you don't have insurance? Well, <laughs> you know, I was like, "I oh, mean like I told them my story and like they were they cool care. at the time, but they <laughs> really don't care at all. <laughs> so, I had to, like, they were like, you damaged our guardrail and all this stuff. <laughs> like, oh my God. So, uh, yeah, so that was a whole ordeal. But it was just like one thing kept happening after another that uh, was just like, man, when is this wave of just junk going to stop? Like, it needs to stop. And um, I just started pulling more cards and talking to people. I actually started going to a therapist around that time, which helped a lot, too just to try to work some stuff out. Um, and like slowly, but surely it took, you know, from January to about now to work all this stuff out. But, um, yeah, yeah, it's been a journey, but like, I think like, it's just being tested. I think now is a good thing. Um, and like change, like the the only constant that I've ever experienced is change. Um, and I think if you're just if you're stagnant, like I was pretty stagnant. I was in a rut for sure, and like when that happens, just like nothing creative happens for me. Like you know, um, it's just difficult. So like all this change has really transformed me into a completely different person than I was before, um, and I really like it. It's um, it's been a good experience, um, <clears throat> but some of those dark nights, man yeah they're dark
0: I feel you. The, the trick is now how do you keep you you're the new how do you keep the new new i guess Sometimes <laughs> it, like you kept pulling the tower card and that means you know you've got to let you know you got to let it fall down so you can build it new but yeah, when you start building it new, eventually it's gonna fall down again. So it's like, how do you how do you avoid the next dark night of the soul? You say you've had forty two of them. Does that mean forty three is around the bend?
1: <laughs> I mean, there, there might not have been forty two. Like I don't like I probably didn't like have one too bad when I was in first or second grade. Right, right. But f- from like fourth grade on, I would say fourth or fifth grade on, I would easily say I had one of those nights every year or one of those periods every year. But like, I've been taking a lot of notes um, and journaling a lot, like writing down what I want to keep happening, like what I, I like that's going on now. Um, And I've just been like taping them on my walls. Um, Just, you know, I don't have like a collage on my wall. I just tape over each one, like a kind of like a book. Um, just to remind myself of how good everything is right now, what I'm doing that's good to make everything continue to be good. Um, And I think next time this happens or I'm faced with, you know, one of these possible periods happening, I just need to react in this new way and not react the way I was reacting before to make that like thought process like just basically not focusing on negativity is what i found it helps a a lot and i know that sounds simple but sometimes um like for me i can get locked in like if something bad happens i can get locked into oh i gotta fix that and i gotta where am i gonna get the money for that and it it just kind of spirals um a little bit so i I'm learning just to like say, stop, you know, everything's fine. Like you have a job, you're going to get the money to do it. Everything's going to work out. Just everything can't happen as soon as I want it to sometimes. Um, There's like divine timing. And as we know, that takes place when it wants to, for sure. Not when you exactly want it to. And that's divine timing. It's definitely been going on like everything I've been Dreaming about or thinking about has been coming to me or manifesting for me recently, so um, it's good. I just gotta just stay on the on the high side instead of the low side. Yeah,
0: it's all in the reaction. It's all in 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 how you react.
1: It really is. Um, I mean, that's like the biggest lesson I've learned, um, and it's it sounds so simple, but um, like when you grow. When like a person grows up the way I did, like it was always like a reaction type environment and like a lot of yelling and confusion and stuff. So that's was like my, you know, blueprint. Um, I thought that's how you people were supposed to react. It was so stupid. But so I just kept that pattern going. And um, yeah, luckily, I, I had some really good friends growing up. two of them are coming up here this next weekend that I've known since like kindergarten and their families are are just awesome. And they were really good role models on how to just be a good human being. So, Um, but yeah, reaction is everything.
0: Um, Is is, is that, it sounds like maybe you you grew up in a household where your parents were just reacting negatively to everything. I, you know, I didn't grow up with, I wouldn't call it abuse, but like I could hear my mom say oh mark you know because everything i did was this disappointment <laughs> it was not what she wanted me to do right and and, and a lo- it took a long time to get over that because it's like it's like it just feels like everything i did was wrong you know and, and yes. all these decisions i made that weren't working out was like beating myself up because i was like oh there's another fucking failure you know what i mean like was she right but it's yes. just, sometimes you have to build <laughs> failure upon failure before you get to the right thing. Like, how else are you supposed to learn?
1: Yeah, exactly, man. We that, That's really similar to, to my my mom as well. Um, yeah, that's wild. Yeah, like, I've learned that failure and mistakes, like, they're not really negatives at all. It's just, like, they're just lessons to build off of to get you to the next step on what you want to do the way you want to do it. Um, but, Yeah. Yeah, I, like my mom was the same way. It was like, David. And every time I heard that, I swear to God, it took 10 years off my life. <laughs> I was like, not again. So I just start like, kind of just stopped talking. Like, I told him, you know, you have three questions, and that's it. After that, I'm turning around, and I'm going somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm done with this.
0: She used to come down in high school early, right before, like, 10 minutes before my alarm would go off and sit oh. on my bed and go, <laughs> Mark, I need to talk to you. I'm, I mean, you oh. know, the, and I was like, "This is how you're waking me up? <laughs> <laughs> you
1: can't wake somebody up like that."
0: <laughs> but that was the only time she could get me. You know what I mean? Oh. I could avoid her if I was, if I was oh, conscious.
1: <laughs> God, that is funny, man. <laughs> I never had to happen to me, but oh my gosh, I'm sorry. It's all good. You're, you're like,
0: you're you're awakening things in me that are, you're triggering.
1: It's like, oh shit, this happened to me. Nice, nice.
0: <laughs> oh man. But, but, but it's, it's all good, man. It's all good because it's like, that, those are the things that
1: shape us. Exactly. Exactly. And we can laugh about them now, so that's a good thing.
0: Exactly. And that's it's just about having a good sense of humor. Through, yeah through anything that's happening you just if you can just laugh at life even when the shit's going down then that's the reaction you need
1: right right we're, uh, we're, like we're just here for such a short amount of time like i i can't believe that it's already july like i don't know where the, this past year has gone it's gone by so fast um, Yeah, time flies it's crazy it is it is so hopefully that answered your, your question. I, yeah. I,
0: <laughs> no, that's good. That's good. You're, le- you're We're learning. Yeah. It, exactly. It, it just takes forty
1: plus years to learn. But. <laughs> Correct.
0: <laughs> or and and still learning.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And like I I think another thing that's been helping me out a lot, like just get better, is being in a place that's so quiet and there's nobody here. Um, it's just giving me given me the time and the space to kind of focus on myself whereas if i was back in dc or in alaska or colorado or something there'd just be a lot more distractions around me and i probably wouldn't have put the time in or will continue to put the time in that i'm doing now um so like i like being a hermit i guess is what i'm trying to say it's yeah. good yeah me too
0: i think that's probably why we even though it's taken three or so years to actually connect, like voice to voice, I right. think that's kind of what I always we we're just that same. Yes, I like to be alone, and and I like to go full days without speaking. <laughs> oh, is that is
1: that the best, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> man! I to, yeah, I totally agree. It's nice, and yeah, wow yeah it's so,
0: good so you're going back to work on monday
1: yep back yep, into going, life getting back back to the grind it'll be good um like i've been living off of workman's comp so that's like 50 percent of what i usually make so it'll be nice to make some money again and the guys i work with are all like really nice guys it's a small crew and we just build um new houses so there's no like renovations or remodels m- most of the time so it's really fun um and we're always it's just like you're out in the country here and it's it's good um my boss is amazing he carried he brought half of my thumb to the er with me and <laughs> in a bag and he, he's he doesn't like that stuff at all and we took a bunch of pictures and had a good time it was <laughs> it was it was good for a, you know a crit like i've never chucked like my cut up finger off or anything like that before <laughs> <gonna get> <laughs> so i i brought they made me throw both of the pieces away um of my thumb because they were just too mangled up so i had to get reconstructive surgery um done on it so um the first lady in the er said that uh, they were gonna have to amputate my thumb below the knuckle and luckily my boss was there and he saw my expression on my face and he called one of his friends Who's one of the head um, plastic surgeons at the hospital, and he came down immediately and was like, "No, we can totally save the knuckle. I can do this and this and this, and you'll have a thumb and you can use it." So I was like, "Okay, I'm going with this guy. Let's do this." Right. Um, and he did everything he said he did, like perfectly. And um, like I cut a half inch of bone off of my, the tip of my thumb, so it's a half inch shorter, but um, it's still completely usable, which is all I wanted. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Nice.
0: I was working with uh, uh, he was my brother-in-law at the time, um, not anymore. But um, <laughs> he uh, I, I mean, he cut off his thumb on a table saw, oh, and, God. and they re- and, and we and we we acted <laughs> quick. We put it on ice. Awesome. We were able to reattach it, and uh, but wow. his thumb. We always made fun of him because his thumb was about <laughs> uh, an eighth of an inch shorter, just the width of a saw blade
1: shorter. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> nice, <laughs> man. That is hardcore. Thank goodness they real. You guys saved it so fast. But <laughs> oh my god.
0: Yeah, it was funny because I was I was I, w- I was working in the office at the time, and someone came running in and goes, "Greg cut his finger. I need some ice." And I'm like, "Why would you need ice <laughs> for if he cut his finger? Like, unless he Uh-oh. cut it off. He did." <laughs>
1: Man, that's that's something you don't deal with every day.
0: (laughs) Not prepared to walk out and see
1: that. Oh no, no!
0: But when it's you, man, it it must
1: be as like the surreal experience. It it was like I I heard a really bad sound, um, and I just. I went into shock immediately and I remember putting my hand up in front of my face and for a second I was like, Oh my God, what just happened? Like it doesn't hurt, but it's gone, (laughs) you know? And uh, luckily one of the guys, um, right there was like in the car now hospital. And so we just tore to the hospital. Um, I didn't even have like any sort of bandages or anything. So I just put my thumb in my mouth to try to keep the bleeding down. Um, (laughs) it it was nuts. Um, but like, I think because it was, it happened to me, I was able to handle it better. Like if I see blood on somebody else, I remember in fourth grade, this girl cut her hand next to me and I looked over and I passed out backwards in my chair. Like that kind of stuff happens to me. Yeah. But, but because it was me, I was like, I got to survive. I got to survive. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, and you did. And I did. Yeah. I came through it for sure. Um, yeah, it's good because, like, I I really enjoy, like, kayaking and hiking and skiing and snowboarding. So just the thought of not being able to have a usable thumb was going to drastically reduce my enjoyment experience for a while of doing that stuff. But, um, like, I can – my left hand is, like, awesome now. I can write with it. I can do everything I can with my right hand after it being – after my right hand being so done for a while. But, so – ambidextrous now i guess
0: have have you always been like active like that When, when when like when you were a kid and stuff too like when you with the skiing and the snowboarding how did that like just this call to to i guess adventurous type sports
1: it's it's kind of a weird story so i was always kind of overweight when i was a kid i was uh it took me a while to to like grow height wise um And I just ate a lot of bad food. And one day, my cousin um, came down from college around Thanksgiving time or something like that. And we went on a bike ride. And um, he was like a super health nut, like biking all the time. And we went to 7-Eleven halfway through our ride. And he got some bananas. And I came out with ho-hos and like chocolate milk. (laughs) And he looked at me and he was like, what in the hell are you doing? everyone in the family knows you're fat, but they're not saying it. Like you, <laughs> you need to go back inside, return that stuff and get bananas. And I was like, I, I was speechless. I was like, you're right. <laughs> you know, yeah. like, this is terrible stuff. Like, so I did it. I got the bananas and I started biking and like eating better. And I lost a bunch of weight. And then I started working at a bike shop because I was, I got so into mountain biking and one of the guys there was like, you should start, try to race sometimes. So I tried to race and um, I got second or something like that. And I did a bunch of others. And I started beating all these pro guys when I was at a lower level. And finally, one of the team managers called me up one day and uh, he was like, you know, you're beating my guys like you're on my team. Like I'm not this is not like a question or I'm not asking, you know, like you answer. Your answer is yes. And I was like, fine, sweet, man. <laughs> nice. So I got I got a really nice bike and I got um, some money to go traveling around. So I was doing like the East Coast Norba circuit from like northern Florida all the way up to Maine. Um, it was really good. Um, it was a really fun time. And then I went to college and kind of stopped biking because I needed to focus on that. But I would always wanted to kayak So, um, but my parents said, you're going to kill yourself, you know, like you're going to shoot your eye out, like in the Christmas story. that So I was like, well, I know I'm not going to die. So, um, I bought a kayak and eventually I learned how to roll and all that stuff. And, and then one day one of my friends was, uh, reading paddler magazine and he called me and he was like, dude, you're never going to imagine what's going on. And I was like, what? He's like, You're ranked 23rd in the world for kayaking, like whitewater kayaking, and this was before I was sponsored. Like I don't, and it was just mind blowing. And the next day I had a boat sponsorship. I had, um, like it was just incredible. And I did that for seven years, probably 300 days a year kayaking or something like that, or more, all over the all over the place. It was just amazing. But I think for me, when I do those sports, like, I can't, like, I kind of have an addictive personality, so if I get into something, I get into it, and I just want to learn it to the utmost degree, and like, there's like a level of focus that I experience when I do something at that level, like, everything else kind of melts into nothing, and it's almost like a a spiritual experience, like, you're so focused, and Everything, like, you can get it to flow so well that it's almost like you feel like you're on a different planet most of the time. Um, It's pretty interesting. But, yeah, like, just, I really, and the main thing is I really like being outside um, and just experiencing nature on different levels other than, like, I love hiking, but it's, like, fun to be on the water, you know, or rock climbing or biking on it um there's just so many ways to experience nature that I, I try to do them all um and it's like therapy it's like my church going outside um f- for sure like if i don't get outside enough like i start to get a little cranky so i i know when i get cranky i need to go take myself on a walk <laughs> God well, now you're practically living outside, right? So it's yeah, like, I,
0: pretty much. It's like, yes. it's like the next room is outside. <laughs> it,
1: it, that, that's exactly what it is. It is. It's, it's so nice. Like, I, I go to bed listening to this gurgling trout stream, and there's two barn owls that, like, hoot back and forth around midnight for a while, and all the spring peepers and stuff. But, yeah, like, like my dining room is, you know, outside. It's, it's really cool. So whatever's happening, like it's supposed to be happening, I know, and the universe has set it up better than I could have ever imagined. It's just taken like like a lot of faith and a lot of work to to get here. But um, I wouldn't change anything that's happened, you know, good or bad. Cause
0: you it's... just have to let it happen, right? Like it just it's like you just can't fight it. It's like the universe will give you what you need
1: yeah exactly yeah it's like i was just i i was just trying to swim upstream for so long and i was like stupid just turn around to go downstream (laughs) and you make it easy and just go with it yeah um
0: i think that's what a lot of people do a lot of people are there's this this corporate system and this capitalist system that we kind of fall into and we're all running in this race that doesn't really have a finish line and so everybody's frustrated and and pissed off because there's no payoff because
1: we're all running to nothing
0: you know (laughs) yeah you just
1: have to let it come to you instead exactly completely and it works it works yeah every time i um, for sure um in like another thing like just getting that out of like the dc area and growing up in that area it's like everyone is like you know competing with everybody else and I was just like, what are you doing? Like every year, you know, they have a new cars and every day they have the, you know, lawn people over there, the garden people over there. the, And it's just, it's like, what are you people doing? Yeah. Like what? Wake up. Yeah.
0: I love it, man. You're an inspiration. You're, you're inspiring me now because I, <laughs> now at, at 46 years old, I need to put the ho-hos down and bite <laughs> the You know what I mean? <laughs> Stop
1: it! You probably ate a lot of avocados, so are you totally over oh, avocados? Man, I'm,
0: I'm, 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 just now coming back to avocados. I've been six months off the avocado grove, and I'm just now coming back to avocados. <laughs> okay,
1: I've, I've been meaning to ask you that.
0: I was over them. I couldn't. I didn't even want to look at an avocado for a while. But... Uh, I'm sure. <laughs> That's so funny. And and and. And oranges, too. Like, where I'm at now, I've got, like, 12 orange trees. Oh, and, wow. And it's like, I don't even want to, I don't, I can't, I can't do another orange. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I,
1: no problem. <laughs> a little break, that's all you need. Yeah,
0: that's exactly. I, all things in moderation.
1: Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's taken me a while to learn that, too. That is so true. So
0: yeah. right on, man. This has been awesome. I can't believe it took this long to uh, to
1: chat. No problem, Mark. Thank you so much. Like I feel like I'm talking to like one of my old friends with you. It's it's, it's great.
0: Well, you know what? That's kind of the cool thing about Instagram. <laughs> you yeah, all these people is. that talk about the evils of social media, and I just I just always say you're following the wrong people if you think exactly.
1: That. Totally, totally. There's a whole whole world out there of just nice, good people.
0: Stop following your family.
1: <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Rule <World> number one. <laughs> I totally agree with that. Oh, man, awesome.
0: So cool. Thanks so much. I'll...
1: When my rambling days are over And the gambling days are through when my rambling days are over and my gambling days are through
0: if you tell me that you love me
1: i'll be coming back to you